KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. In Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, a greedy pirate hunter says that loyalty is no longer the currency of the realm. What is then? Well, he says currency is the currency of the realm. It's a clever line and one of many in this sequel to the hugely popular original that opened three years ago. But time is the currency of the realm when you're watching a movie play out, and this 150-minute movie squanders time heedlessly. It's at least 40 minutes too long, more of a mega-budget meander over land and sea than a story with a dramatic structure. Johnny Depp is back as Captain Jack Sparrow, so are Kira Knightley and Orlando Bloom as Elizabeth Swan and Will Taylor. Elizabeth and Will are in prison as the sequel begins, and their plans to get married are further complicated by the revelation of Jack's blood debt to Davy Jones, an arrangement that could doom Jack to an afterlife of eternal servitude and infinite gloppiness. The special effects specialize in buckets of glop and countless tentacles. In the first film, Johnny Depp's work was a startlingly fresh blend of fey, sly, woozy, and a feat, and famously modeled on Keith Richards. This time, though, his performance has been dampened by the bilge water of self-comment. His walk has gone from merely eccentric to insistently mincing. He's still funny, yet he gets in his own way by signaling how funny he is. Orlando Bloom doesn't have much to call attention to. His performance is perfectly pleasant and thoroughly dull. Kira Knightley's presence is agreeable, but little more. During most of the film, her dress without her in it gets more to do than she does. Vast sums of money have been poured into this production, and they've bought some marvelous images, particularly Davy Jones's ship, The Flying Dutchman racing over the waves and below them with a ghost crew of blighted, barnacled sailors who've come to resemble creatures of the deep. As often as not, though, effects that are stunning at first glance don't withstand scrutiny. They're more like graphic notions in a film full of storytelling notions, various characters either chasing or being chased as they search for the chest of the title plus a compass and a key and all of it evidently based on another notion that great length equals great importance. Screwball comedies about truly crazy families are rare, so I'm happy to report that Only Human is one of them. This debut feature is in Spanish with English subtitles. The setting is Madrid, where a young Jewish woman, Lenny, is bringing her fiancé, Rafi, home to meet her family. Since she has neglected to tell them that he's Palestinian, you could say that the film is yet another riff on Guess Who's Coming to Dinner. But that would be selling its originality short, because only human stands on its own as a light-footed farce. The film's witty, trenchant take on Israeli-Palestinian relations adds substance without weighing the comedy down. Rafi is basically a straight man in a warped situation. There's no way that he, an academic who teaches in Barcelona, can cope with his in-laws-to-be. Among them Lenny's sister, Tanya, a part-time belly dancer and apprentice slut, Tanya's six-year-old daughter, Paula, who insists she's pregnant with twins, and the family's frantic, ironic matriarch, who's played by the superb Norma Alejandro. The movie's giddy pace falters when Lenny's father makes his appearance as an amnesiac, whose sorry state has been induced by a falling container of frozen soup. 
All in all, though, only human is winningly human and wonderfully funny. I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal, back on KCRW next week with more reviews. KCRW sponsors include Make It Universal and Rotten Tomatoes, presenting Scene on the Screen with Jacqueline Coley, a new podcast about the people at NBC Universal and the movies that define them. Available wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.